Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Bible tells us that the whole world is under the sway, or in other words, under the influence of the wicked one. I think that's one of those things that, to be honest, we, we, we often read past without really contemplating, you know, without really thinking through the, you know, the, like the full implications of the statement, the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. That means it's what, what's normal in your world today is not good. What's normal in your society today is influenced by evil. Most of us want to fit in with the crowd. As believers, many of our beliefs and morals are viewed as strange to our modern world. As Pastor Robert reminds us in today's message, we need to be careful of compromising our walk with Christ in order to relate better or be more welcoming churches. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. I have a few things against you because you have there those who hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed to idols and to commit sexual immorality. Thus you also have those who hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Repent, or else I will come to you quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat. And I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. You know, I've often said that Satan thinks he's the Lord of the city of Miami Beach. But then the Bible tells us that the whole world is under the sway, or in other words, under the influence of the wicked one. I think that's one of those things that, to be honest, we, we, we often read past without really contemplating, you know, without really thinking through the, you know, like the full implications of the statement, the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. That means it's what's normal in your world today is not good. What's normal in your society today is influenced by evil. That was no more true, no less true in ancient Pergamos than it is today in South Florida. Jesus began his letter to the believers in Pergamos with a commendation. They had held fast to his faith. In spite of the evil that surrounded him, in spite of everything that was going on in the ancient world, in spite of the persecution, and in spite of the fact that that the man that many believed to have been their pastor was brutally executed, in spite of that fact, 
They refused to deny Christ, but there was still a huge problem in Pergamos because many of them were apparently calling on his name while living in moral compromise. And he calls them out on it. He says to them, I have a few things against you because you have there those who hold to the doctrine of Balaam, who hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed to idols and to commit sexual immorality. Thus you also have those who hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Now, in a previous study, we looked at those two issues. It came up in one of the earlier letters, this issue of the Nicolaitans and, and the, you know, the doctrine of, uh, of Balaam. Remember, the Nicolaitans were believed to, to be a Christian cult group, uh, um, a group that, that apparently condoned and practiced sexual immorality, but who also had developed a, like a sort of a priesthood, a hierarchy within which people were manipulated into serving the leaders is really what it came down to. And you find that you know, quite commonly, you'll find a kind of a perverse legalism with some of the, you know, Christian cult groups that are out there. There's, there, you know, we ran into one in, in um, Mexico City when I first started in, in training in ministry in 1986, I think it was. Um, and then I encountered them again in South Beach, many, you know, a decade later in just a Christian sex cult that basically taught that, it, that sexual immorality was a way to express the love of Christ. No, it's a perversion of the love of Christ. And that's what this group apparently was somewhat about. You know, we know that Balaam taught sexual immorality. The story of Balaam, you know, he, he couldn't curse the children of Israel. And so King Balak was pay, you know, offering to pay him to do that. And, and so finally, he just told him, listen, I, I can't curse them. They're blessed by God, but here's how you can get them to curse themselves. Just send a bunch of prostitutes down into the camp of the men of Israel, and they'll, they'll compromise. And thus, the hand of protection from God will, will be lifted. What we know from this passage is that idolatry and immorality were a problem in the church in Pergamum. And it's a problem in the church in the United States of America. It's a problem in the church in South Florida today. Christian men and women, people who are saved, going to heaven one day, but they're living in compromise. They're, they're living in sin. And what the Bible says is that Jesus is standing against them. It's a frightening thing. You know, we live in a time, and I, I felt like we, we needed, it would be good for us to have a different visual than most of us have. Most of us in our imaginations, most of us as believers, have in our thoughts, we have in our, in our mind's eye a soft, lovable Jesus, Right? Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. And we see the baby in the manger, and we see the, the crucifix, Christ on the cross, the suffering servant who loves us enough to die for us. He loves us enough to fight for us, too. And you and I need to have the image of Jesus that he himself paints in this passage of Scripture, what does he say? If you're living in compromise, I'm coming for you. That's what he says. 
not to stand with you in battle, not to go before you in battle, to come against you in battle. He said, I'm going to fight against them with the sword of my mouth. This is the picture of Jesus that some of you need to have. Yes, he loves you. Because he loves you, he's not going to put up with the choices that you're making, the deliberate compromise that you're living in. He says, no, 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 no. That's not grace, that's perversion. You're calling it grace when it's wickedness. You're choosing things that controvert the will of God. And he will not allow it. And you can play word games and head games and all kinds of games with yourself. But at the end of the day, he's going to slap you down like a bug if you don't repent. Oh, shoot, Pastor Robert, he's up. I will. But do you understand that it's not love to let someone destroy their life and not say anything? That's not love. Do you understand that it's because he loves you so devotedly that he confronts stupid choices? I'm using harsh language because this is a big deal. I see far too many Christians living in sexual sin, and it's like, well, you know, we're not under law, we're under grace. This is what he says to that. Sometimes grace cuts to the quick. Do you understand? The word of God, this is the picture that he gives for the word of God, the sword of the spirit. And sometimes he uses it in our lives, and this is one of those times. You say you love Jesus, but you're making choices that put you in an alliance with his enemies. Well, if that's true, he's coming for you because he loves you. Because he loves you. Jeremiah says, beware, your sin will find you out. Now, I love that he worded it that way. He doesn't say God is going to find out about your sin. He already knows. He knows when it's still a thought, when you're you're still, there's just temptation back here and you've not yet given in to it. He already knows. No, your sin will find you out. Romans chapter one tells us that it's our sin that becomes the wrath of God in our lives. As he gives us over to our lusts, as he gives us over to these things that we give ourselves to that we're lured into. And those very things end up wreaking havoc in our lives. We're so glad you joined us today for Pastor Robert's teaching in the book of Revelation. We hope you've been encouraged by what you heard. If you'd like to listen again to today's message or find more from this study through the final book of the Bible, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Podcast. If you'd like to receive each new edition of Main Thing Radio as soon as it's made available, be sure to subscribe while you're there. This program is a ministry of Pastor Robert Fountain and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. If you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County, we'd love to meet you. Come by Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services and join us especially Sunday evenings at 7.30 as we dive into the treasures of the Old Testament. You'll find out more about the church at MainThingRadio.com or give us a call. Our phone number is 305-531-2730. When you call, let us know how we can be praying for you. We believe strongly in the power of prayer 
and we want you to know that we are often lifting our listeners up to the Lord. Would you do the same for us? Main Thing Radio is in existence due to God's provision and prodding, and we want to make sure we remain focused on Him as we bring His Word to you. Thanks for praying for us, and thanks for listening today. Pastor Robert will return soon for another edition of Main Thing Radio.